Welcome to Take 10 with Kathy Nimmer, a chance for you to meet the new hires joining TSC. We certainly hope you enjoy this episode. This particular podcast is one I have been looking forward to uh, for a few months now, because when this young lady came onto staff um, and came onto my caseload partway through the year, we clicked automatically. And now I have a chance to get to know her more while you all get to know her more as well. So um, I would like to welcome Rachel Shields. Uh, Rachel, thank you for taking some time to join us today. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. It's always a pleasure to get to chat with you and uh, just learn from your wisdom and get to know you more. Tell everybody where you teach and what you teach right now. So I teach at Klondike Middle School. I teach sixth and seventh grade English part-time. Awesome. And you came on somewhere in the middle of uh, the winter, late December into early January. And, and, and your pathway to that position is, is just, it's interesting. <laughs> it's a little, you know, unexpected, a little non-traditional. And, and I love, I love the story. So tell everybody, I guess, go back. What made you first want to become a teacher? And then just walk us up to your journey to that classroom at Klondike Middle. Yeah, so I, as I look back at my life in general, like, um, I can see just how things have worked out that it, it seems like, oh, this is what I would always do. There was just always a natural love I had for learning and for school. When I was little, school was awesome. Like I begged my mom um, to teach me how to read. Uh, so I started at the age of four reading and um, had read through a few book series, uh, Little House on the Prairie is my favorite. Uh, by the time I was six. Um, and that kind of catapulted me, I think, into um, just wanting to know more and more and more. And my mom did a really awesome job of fostering that. I loved um, science, language, math. And um, as I grew older and my school situation shifted um, and my mom was no longer teaching me, I found school really became kind of boring, honestly. Um, it turned from this exciting world of adventures and field trips and going out for nature into doing worksheets and um, filling out information from a textbook. And I saw a dramatic shift when that happened. And so I, I recognized that probably in high school or something. Um, I loved working with kids um, and always had. And that I wanted to give kids the experience that I had had when I was little, when my mom taught me. Uh, it had just been such um, a sweet time and I knew how much I loved learning and that kind of set me up on a trajectory for the rest of my, so far the rest of my life. Um, and I, I wanted to be able to help kids love learning. And I thought, you know, I've had a great experience. I think maybe I can help others. Um, maybe I can help them learn a particular piece of content, but maybe I can help them love learning and love school. So that was kind of my motivation uh, to be a teacher. And so I graduated from Purdue in December, um, December 2020. So just graduated and had a great time there. I student taught at Klondike Elementary in the fall in a kindergarten. It was a wonderful experience. I learned a ton. Uh, I built really great connections with kids. Um, but then a position came open at Klondike Middle School for a sixth and seventh grade English teacher. And I was like, well, I like English. Uh, you know, I, they're not going to hire me, but I might as well just apply anyways. Um, and just, you know, this is an available position. 
I'll just apply. And if, you know, if they call me for an interview, okay. Um, and I, I'm still thinking at this point, like, I want to work with younger kids. Um, but I'd like to have a job too. And it'd be great to get some teaching experience right away. Uh, so to my surprise, they did call me and went through an interview here at Klondike Middle School. And then they wanted to hire me. And so I didn't have a reason to say no. And I wanted, <laughs> that sounds kind of silly, but I didn't have a reason to say no. And I um, saw this as an opportunity to uh, love some kids who've had a really rough year so far, just with lots of teacher switches and COVID and everything. And it, and it answers my question in a beautiful way. I love that. You didn't have a reason to say no. You know, I think um, I love it in life when we have the, the neon sign that says, say yes, you know, and those moments mm-hmm. are, they're awesome. But that um, way more often than not, I have found in, in my adult life, particularly, I wasn't so aware of it as a kid, but um, that it's quieter than that, that the door is open and um, there isn't, you know, there, there isn't a reason not to. And often that means here is some place you can grow and something that you can get um, in order to have more in your toolbox for the next phase where maybe there is that neon sign say yes. So who are you when those kiddos look up at you as the teacher when that bell rings? Like what, what personality do you have? What uh, gifts do you bring to the classroom? I tried to care for the kid before I care for the student, if that makes sense. Um, so I've, I've tried from the very beginning and I fail um, plenty of times, um, but I try to just kind of come in with an attitude of, hey, I know that you can do well. I know that you can make good choices. Um, I know that you're an awesome kid. And my focus is more on character and then I think that through character, we learn content. That makes sense. Like if we can get the basics down of um, like, this is who you ought to be. This is what like a good person does. A good person works hard. Um, and because I, you know, you want to be good, you're going to work hard. You're going to give your best in our class. And so I'm trying to kind of set that up so that way, all of the content, all of the English, the reading, the assignments that we do kind of flows out of this, we're a community and I care about you. Um, that's, I think the, just the relationships that I've built with some of the students has been the sweetest thing so far. And is that what you're most proud of then for the semester, those, the building of the relationships? Absolutely. As I look back at the semester, I can think of specific conversations I've had with students um, where they've just felt cared for. It's not been something particular that I did other than just kind of listen to them, um, didn't assume the worst of them. Uh, you know, they're maybe used to that in their lives, like people questioning them, like, but just kind of accepting them open-handedly and giving them opportunities to share with me what's going on. Um, some of the conversations, some of the, the things that kids have come back like a week or two later and say, hey, Miss Shields, I tried what you said. or This is what I did. And getting to, to tell them, I'm so proud of you. Like, look at the way that you are getting organized. Look at the way that you are um, taking control of your time. Look at the way that you had self-control there. That was awesome. And so I think my proudest moments are the times that I'm, I just feel really proud of the kids. Um, for making good choices and for growing in their character. 
Fabulous. I love that. You, you are my people, Rachel. And I, I knew that from when we, we connected, we, we share very similar values and very similar um, commitments. And, and I love your reflective nature. You're, I've said that to you um, from the beginning. I think you're an old soul. Like uh, your, 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 your vision for what you're doing in your classroom um, is so, so lovely. I like to conclude these interviews by asking a couple of favorites just to get you know, to know you a little more. So um, what is your favorite animal? Uh, I'd say that's a, if I, if you're talking about as a pet, I like cats. Um, but if you're talking about kind of something a little bit more, I don't know how to pick between a cheetah and a flamingo. I just love that they're unique, that they're different. Flamingos are pink and I think they're pretty. Um, and uh, I just love the grace and speed of a cheetah. So those two, I don't know if I could pick between those. Okay. Well, I, I kind of bet in the history of, um, the animal kings, I'm, I'm not sure those two have shared like the same <laughs> spot on the podium before so we'll we'll let them tie for the gold medal <laughs> Rachel this has been a fabulous time I have loved working with you I've loved our time on this podcast and I am so grateful that you were willing to listen to that there was nothing telling you not to take it I was I'm so glad you were willing to listen to that and step into your career in this way and who knows where you go from here Thank you for all you bring to this district. That's it for this episode of Take 10 with Kathy Nimmer. I hope you like what you heard. Remember, the true meaning in life is to plant trees under whose shade you do not expect to sit. Go plant those trees and I'll see you again next week.